Welcome to Parenting Your Sensitive Child. Parenting a highly sensitive child can feel overwhelming, and all the parenting books in the world can only get you so far if your head and your heart are out of alignment with your child's. I'm your host, Julia McGarry. Let's create a new parenting paradigm. y'all. Welcome to episode 102. We are getting all settled into summer break here. It's been actually really lovely and I'm enjoying it a lot. And as I've been kind of relaxing and adventuring with my daughter, I've been thinking about something that I hear said a lot and I thought it was worth devoting episode to even if it's just a quick episode. We'll see. Maybe I have a lot to say about this. But (laughs) it's just this whole idea that as parents, we are our children's safe space, right? I think that this kind of gets twisted and thrown back at us sometimes. Like if our child is challenging us and or is is doing things that are challenging for us, (laughs) And they seem totally well-behaved in other situations, right? People will often say, well, that's because you're their safe space. They feel safe to let those emotions out with you. I want to offer a slightly different take on it because I know for a lot of parents that really are facing these challenges on a day-to-day basis, that's not all that helpful to hear. Yes, I know I'm their safe space, but it's really hard, right? So. Another way we can look at it is through this lens of of spoon theory. Okay, I don't know if you're familiar with spoon theory. It's something in the autoimmune community. Basically, someone was trying to explain how they run out of energy over the course of the day. And they said, like, okay, imagine that you start the day with a certain number of spoons. If you have an autoimmune disease, maybe you start the day with 10 spoons and every action that you take, everything that you have to take care of throughout the day uses up one of your spoons. And by the time you get to maybe midday, maybe the end of the day, you don't have any more spoons left. You don't have any more energy left and there's no nothing to draw on. You're just done. If you look it up, you'll find it was actually coined by a person named Christine Miserandino in 2003. Christine was talking specifically about lupus. And what I want to offer you today is that we can take this metaphor as parents and translate it into our own lives. So maybe it's not just that our kids feel comfortable letting this stuff out around us. Maybe they are starting their day with a certain number of spoons and they go into an environment, say school, where they know there are certain expectations and they know that they'll get in trouble if they don't meet those expectations. And so they're working really hard to meet those expectations to maintain a certain level of behavior, of uh, emotional regulation. And they 
use their spoons up throughout the day trying to meet all these expectations. And the result is that the teachers see a really well-behaved child, somebody who's put together and follows the rules and is engaged in class. And then when they get home, because they have no spoons left, not, of course you are their safe space, right? But that's not the only reason. It's not just that they're saving it up for you. It's just that they have nothing left to regulate themselves with. They no longer have access to their self-restraint. They no longer have the willpower to hold the tears back. And I don't know about you, but for me, thinking about my child saving all of these big emotions for me, of letting out the big emotions because they're in their safe space and that's me, feels pretty overwhelming compared to thinking about it in terms of they've used up all of the reserves that they have trying to contain these emotions and they just can't do it anymore. Okay, now, would they be able to do it a little bit longer if they were at school for a little bit longer? Maybe. It might depend on their age. So there is some degree of truth about them being in their safe space. But maybe we can look at it in terms of they stretched themselves to meet the container of school. They used their spoons to fill the container of, of school. and now they're in a different container and they just can't do it anymore. And if you have a child who does great at school and then goes on to play soccer after school, let's say, and can't seem to focus, can't seem to get it together to play with their team, that could be another example of this, another way of affirming for yourself, hey, They've used up all their spoons. They just don't have anything left to maintain that level of composure, that level of focus in a new environment, right? And it may look different soccer than it looks at home, but I really want to move past this idea that they're just saving it up for us, right? And I know that's not the intention when people say, you just need to remember you're their safe space. But sometimes that's where our brains take it. Like, ah, oh, I'm their safe space. They're just saving it up for me. And it doesn't feel very good. They're not saving it up for you. They're just totally spent and they have nothing left to contain those big emotions, to contain their impulses. Okay, and if they have nothing left, then that means they need our help. If they're saving it up for us, then it just feels like we have to tolerate it, right? But if we know that they have nothing left to maintain their self-regulation, their behavior, whatever, to maintain the, the face they put forward at school, then we can take that next logical step to okay, they need my help right now, all right? I hope that helps somebody out there feel a little bit better about what's going on with your child when they're presenting one way at school and a completely 
different way at home. If you're getting that message of like, oh, I can't believe you're, they're doing that. They don't do that with me. Maybe this will help. All right. I hope that if you're, you know, if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, I hope your summer break is going really well. If you're not, I hope you're staying warm and enjoying being a little bit more cozy. I will talk to you in a couple of weeks. And until then, just know my inbox is always open to you and you can reach out. I'd love to connect and help you in whatever way I can. Okay? Talk soon. Do you feel like you're parenting 24-7 and you're still not sure your child is getting what they need? Are you ready to stop parenting reactively and start living in partnership with your sensitive child? Are you ready to reclaim time for yourself and time for your dreams? Then you're going to want to explore coaching with me. I help my clients tune out all the noise, better understand their kids, build a parenting strategy that meets their family's specific needs, and do the mindset work necessary to implement that strategy consistently without sacrificing themselves in the process. To get started, just head over to partnerpath.com, click on coaching, and get your free consultation set up. Let's get to know each other.